Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Hey, thanks so much for joining us. Welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you with us, and I want to remind you before we get started our next guest um, that uh, at ExitCoachRadio.com, you can log in from your smartphone, your your iPad, your tablet, your computer, and go to our audio library where you, you can hear our archive, 750 interviews that have been uh, segregated into 12 different topics. You can listen anytime, 20-minute interviews while you exercise, while you drive. Uh, it's okay to listen while you drive. Just don't watch videos while you drive. And, you know, it's a great way to learn uh, about different topics to help you have a more successful business. We're here for you. So my next guest is Scott Henderson, and Scott's joining us from Doing Good Works. He is the head dot connector. I like that title. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, um, how they show other companies how doing good works and how to increase the value of your company by increasing your social responsibility. Scott, welcome to the show, and thanks for joining us. Great. Thank you, Bill. Appreciate being here. Hey, Scott, um, I like your title, The the Head I, Dot Connector. Uh, that's great. Thank you. Tell us about your business. How does doing good works? What, what do you do? How did it get started? What's your background? Yeah, great, great question. Um, so, so doing good works is is a, a benefit corp um, here in California. We started two years ago. I I, I took what was a thirty year uh, career in, in supply chain and distribution management, um, and and really looked at using those skills and that knowledge base um, to start a company that demonstrate the value uh, that business could have in really support of social issues. Um, if you think back a couple of years ago when businesses were really being uh, challenged for uh, not being supportive of, of social issues and, and business was bad kind of mentality, um, it struck me as, unfortunately, that's just wrong thinking. Um, businesses are inherently good. Uh, For-profit businesses are inherently good. And we decided to, rather than talk about it, we would start a company and demonstrate that to the world. I love it. I love it. That's a great idea. Uh, and the question is, uh, how do you uh, how do you communicate that to? How, where do you start when you're talking to somebody about that? Do you start with figuring out what they're already doing or what they want to do, or how do you start? Yeah, great question. So sometimes we get confused, um, you know, because we are a for-profit business and we're talking about um, social outcomes. Uh, that we're a nonprofit. And, you know, with a 30-year background in, in talking to businesses, um, in order to scale, what we wanted to do was, was have, a, uh, have a business conversation first. So, so traditional uh, approach. You know, we want to go in and talk with existing businesses, understand where their pain points are, um, how can we help, um, help them become more successful, and ultimately uh, our approach is, is that, you know, if they're buying products, through um, through a benefit corp, ourselves or any number of other folks, it starts to bring in a, a corporate social responsibility uh, aspect to their business, and 
you know, so again, we're, we're solving business problems first and bringing along the social, uh, the social mission, uh, kind of from a secondary standpoint. That's great. That's great. So, uh, how do you know, what do you tell a business owner when they're saying, okay, how is this going to help me to, to be more socially responsible or to help to do good in the community? Uh, what are some of their concerns? Uh, t- typically, and, and, you know, having been, as I mentioned, in the packaging business, and, and we all maybe have lived through the recycle world or, or you know, the greenwashing uh, initiatives, where everybody wanted to do something that was um, on the surface made sense, but from a business standpoint, nobody was really interested in paying a 30% upcharge from from that standpoint. So um, the initial reaction is, you know, corporate social responsibility. Is it is it just the next thing that we need to just you know uh, batten down the hatches and get through? Um, how do we or how do we do this? And and what the answer that I usually give companies is. Uh, true change in corporate social responsibility isn't just a uh, – it's not just a tactical approach. It really is a strategic approach, and it, and it really goes to the culture of the organization. Um, and and a, lot of, a lot of things in, in the next five to, or three to five years, um, you know, attracting and, may, and, and, um, and engaging employees. Um, how do we attract and engage new clients, new customers? Um, as, as we've all talked about and I've heard on the show a couple of times, you know the the trend for millennials driving um, driving business va- business and business value is significant over the next uh, like I said five to ten years. So um, having a culture that is focused on not only the business and how business transacts with customers, but how that business ultimately impacts a, a social environment. Whether it's in our case, it happens to be emancipated and and uh, for foster youth. But whether those issues are homelessness or vets or really wherever that happens to be in your local community, it gives a business an opportunity to do exactly the same thing that start to impact a, a social outcome as well. Is there is there a heart beating in a lot of the businesses you talk to? I mean, let me put it this way. I understand what you're saying, and a, and a lot of businesses it seems like are getting into causes, but I wonder if some of them are getting into causes because it'll lead because it really mat they think it really matters. Is there a heart beating in a lot of corporate America? There, there, great, great question, and and overwhelmingly, overwhelmingly yes. And you know, having worked in the corporate world. Um, I used to I used to get into some conversations. People would say, "Hey, our company doesn't do this," and I would remind them that our company was just a makeup of 2,000 individuals and their thoughts and feelings and emotions. Um, so it wasn't just this name; it was a, a collection and a culture of folks and, and our collective thoughts about how we wanted to do business in the marketplace. And and so yes, there are some folks. Um, that, that really are only leaning into a CSR play because it's the latest and greatest and they, they want to attract the bottom line. Um, but that transparency and, and really with the marketplace will, will, will filter that out and it really does become how uh, authentic um, an organization is and not just, hey, I'm, 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 I'm attaching a CSR play because I'm hoping to get an order. Great. I love to hear that. Good. I'm, I, maybe I watch too much Shark Tank. <laughs> it's all, you know, it's all about the numbers, about the profits and all that type of thing. But, you know, I, I hoped you would say that. Now, what's your five-year goal at doing good works? Well, you know, we, we, because we're, 
because we're focused on the top line and, and top line and, and profits as, as your as you and your listeners know. I mean that's that's the measure of, of a great business. Um, the the fun thing about being a benefit corp is we get to take our profits and, and really our excess profits because we need to keep some in the business. Um, but we keep we, we take those excess process excuse me excess profits and fund some social initiatives and so we can pay for uh, world-class training and think about um, changing the outcomes of, of foster youth in a way that's that's significant so our goal in, in five years is that we, we would like to take uh, what is some world-class training and and, and uh, uh, tools into the foster community and reach about 80% of those emancipated foster youth in that five-year goal. So that would be close to 16 to 20,000 youth um, each year. That uh, we, So five years, we'd like to talk to about 100,000 kids. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. That's a great goal. Um, and uh, how can companies or why – let's talk about why. Why should companies get involved – um, with social responsibility, what, what's again? We talked a little bit about this, but um, if somebody says, "Well, uh, why? Why should I start down this road?" What do you tell them? Yeah. Well, there, you know, businesses in in in, in uh, need to be focused on where the markets are moving, and I think we've all heard where you know the millennial generation that is starting to drive. Um, economics and, 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 and spend decisions um, are going to be a major player in the marketplace over this next three to three to five to ten year uh, time frame. So, just from a purely um, sustainable and hey, how do I want to go, you know, grow my business or make sure my business is relevant? Uh, there's a tremendous amount of of marketplace that's going to be thinking about how does this business that I'm working with or buying from, how do they think? in a bigger level, not just from a product, but how do they think in a, in a more holistic way. So really the, the it, it's imperative that businesses have some sort of a social thought, right? Just at the very level of the, of the surface, surface level. Um, but as we've seen um, in really big uh, ways, and I use Zappos as a great example, um, you know, Zappos was a $2 billion buyout, and, and there was nothing that was unique about it. It just made, you know, he didn't invent selling shoes online. Um, but what he, they did do and what Zappos continues to do today is make a transaction really easy for a client and treat people just in a way that, that makes them smile, and, and as he uses the term, wow. Uh, well, wow is something that all organizations can do. Um, that is not universal to Zappos or the shoe model or shoes selling online. How we treat each other, uh, both from a customer-facing perspective as well as ultimately a social-facing perspective, um, I, I think those are going to have significant, uh, significant value and, and increase in value um, over the long term. Yeah, and I think that's a great example. Um, although, you know, Zappos started with that message and, and built a platform and a business around that, that if you buy a pair of shoes, we'll give away a pair. I believe they started with that. Whereas, let's, yeah. take, a, let's take a business that hasn't really had this, this motivation or this, uh, this uh, kind of inclination to be socially responsible up to now, but maybe the, maybe the owners had uh, a charity that they, they've they've given some money to, or they, they've been, mm -hmm. you know, they've had some 
maybe some interaction, but they haven't really had it as a, a centerpiece in their um, culture of their company. How do they start? What's what's a good way for them to start? Uh, I think the best way to do this, and, and the fun thing about um, having this uh, the social aspect involved in the business, um, is that today they've been somewhat mutually exclusive. Like I said, businesses have made money, and the founders or owners have, have you know, typically been very, very philanthropic in giving those, those dollars away to help nonprofits. This is just a way to bring that alignment all under the same roof. So um, to, to engage your employees, right, as, as to go out and talk to the folks, what's important to them? How do we as a company want to be perceived in the marketplace, right? What is important to us? And, and the fun thing about that. Um, is, is that in, inclusive nature um, inherently starts to drive new thinking and, and kind of a, 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 a revived spirit of why I show up to work. Um, as I mentioned to you, I mean, one of the things I've done for 30 years is, is moving products uh, from a supply chain standpoint or, or putting displays and printed items uh, into companies. Um, I get to wake up every morning and think about not only how that transaction is going to work, but ultimately, if it works and it works on scale, I, as I mentioned before, we get to impact 100,000 lives um, that aren't being reached today. That, as you can imagine, wakes me up in the morning in, in a way that's, that's just reinvigorating and a way to align what I do from a business standpoint and also meet, um, meet my heart goals, if you will. Yeah, it has a huge yeah. multiplier effect, and, and uh, you're – your end product is a smile somewhere or a better life where you're bettering, you're bettering humanity in so many different ways. And I applaud you for that, Scott. It's a great endeavor. And so is the best thing someone can do if they're, they're uh, listening to this and they're curious about it, should they visit your website? Should they give you a call? How should they get in touch? Yeah, but both ways. Um, so on, on our site, and, and it's a little bit unique, we're, we're doing good.works. And that'll tell a little bit about the, the story of who we are, um, why, why we do it, and kind of even how maybe businesses can get involved. Um, I would love to talk to other business owners. Uh, again, I've, I've, been in, I've been in that space a couple times and bought and sold. And, and this just from a, from a work-life balance is by far the best thing that I could ever have done. Um, and one of the unexpected consequences or, or – or, um, is the kinds of people that I meet. You talked about the heart and business. Um, I get to meet folks that I would never have had the opportunity to reach out and touch base and talk about um, how business works and really how business and, and uh, the heart side of the world works as well. So it's really been a great benefit. And I'd be happy to talk to somebody. My phone is uh, 949-278-6387 or an email at Scott H at doinggood.works. Good job on the website, by the way. It's a good, uh, it's a great website and a, a great URL right, right to your company name, doinggood.works. And again, uh, Scott Henderson from Orange, California, if you are thinking that uh, this is the year that you are going to do good works for, with your company beyond what you do for your clients and customers, but out into your community and really help people get Get in touch with Scott Henderson, Doing Good Works. Scott, it's great to talk with you, and I, I'd love to check back in with you in a few months down the road, see how things are going, and, and uh, get some examples from you on how people are using Doing Good Works, because I think it's a fantastic idea and a great service. Thank you so very much for having me on, and I really appreciate it. Love to talk to you and your listeners. All right. Thanks very much. All We're right. going to take a short 
Take a short break here. We're going to be right back. Please stay with us. Business owners, if you came back from lunch and there was a resignation letter on your desk, which employee would you really, really not want it to be from? What are you doing to prevent this from happening? At Exit and Retirement Strategies, we design plans that attract, motivate, and retain key employees. For a free consultation, call Bill Black, the Exit Coach, at 866-370-3774. Call today. Does thinking about what will happen to your business if you're gone keep you awake at night? Will you get the price you need from your business to carry you through retirement? The BEI Network of Exit Planning Professionals is the world's leading advisor network with the power to help business owners transition out of business on their own timeline and terms. Ask your most trusted advisor to create a BEI plan for you or visit us at ExitPlanning.com. That's ExitPlanning.com. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting-edge information as they plan their 3- to 10-year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well-planned. And don't miss our one-minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. It's been so much fun having uh, all my guests on today. I want to thank each and every one of them. Kathy Fetke, who told us all about real estate trends that are happening, what she sees happening not only locally but uh, within her group uh, and her firm and uh, how she helps people with uh, her company, which is called Real Wealth Network. We had Barry Moniak came on, gave us some great tips and ideas on really how to, uh, how to be a leader effectively and he talked a lot about the end in mind, focusing on innovative leadership. So get a, if you get a chance you didn't hear that, listen on the podcast site. Of course, Jim Doty came on and talked about how a CFO is a lot more than just a financial person in your business. Uh, and someone like himself who can come in on a fractional basis for a few hours, uh, help you get experienced help at making sure that your business is running like a top and looking for fires to put out before they become big issues and uh and of course our last guest scott henderson who is doing good works he's doing great works uh, what a fantastic idea to get out there and help businesses become more socially responsible and develop programs and think of the downline impact of that which is uh something that we think about all the time in the various projects that I'm involved with. So I want to thank you for joining us today. I want to invite you to come back again next week. Uh, we'll have another show, another great group of guests. But remember, you can listen to all of our past guests at any time at ExitCoachRadio.com in the audio library. It's very simple. Take your smartphone out, put in ExitCoachRadio.com, hit the tab that says Audio Library, and you'll find 12 different topics that you can go to school on. And we hope you will do that and listen. It helps uh, It helps us to um, understand what people want to listen to, and it really is – it helps us to help you work for you. The private business can be well planned. Thanks very much for joining us. 
look forward to the next time we speak. You're listening to ExitCoachRadio.com, the information station for age 50-plus business owners, where we're interviewing top advisors for their best tips, ideas, and precautions so you can be well-planned. We upload new one-minute tips every day. ExitCoachRadio.com. Come listen for a minute. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 